go to one verse, and I just want to kind of deal with this. We'll begin this series. I'll be in this series for four weeks. If you want to join us for the rest of the series, you can. Amen? Psalm 90. Let's go to Psalm 90, and I just want to read one verse, verse 12. If you stand for the reading of God's word, amen. Amen. Psalm 90 and verse 12. It says, so teach us to number our days. Teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. I want to talk about this morning, go for it, amen, a life worth living, amen, a life worth living, unlocking your potential, amen, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, go for it, amen, go for it, go, just go for it, amen. I want you to look at the person to your right for a minute. And, and I want you to look at the person that you're on your left. And if there ain't nobody in this, look across the aisle. <laughs> and as funny as that is, the reality is there's no guarantee that we're going to see you tomorrow. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. You could be as sure as tomorrow. But you have made plans for tomorrow. But you got to realize that life is short. Life is short. You've come to this point in your life only because of the grace of God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. We've gotten so far by his grace. We did not know we would be where we are right now five years ago. As a matter of fact, we had no guarantees of our lives, in our lives. Life as we know it, the Bible says, is like grass that grows, it's cut down, and it fades away. But the question is, for you, why did God create you? What did he create you for? Amen. Why are you holding back? Amen. There are t things that you really want to do. And I'm talking about you got a bucket list. Amen. You got some things and we got some things that we want to do. But we keep putting it off. Anybody with me? 
Anybody putting things off? I mean, there's some things that you really, and then you keep saying, if I get enough money. All of our go for itness. Amen. That's a new word I just made up right there. Uh, is based on money. Amen. If I just had, if, 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 if. But have you ever thought about that you don't need money when you got favor? Have you ever thought about the fact that God may position you somewhere and put you in a place, if you're willing, God will do the rest? Come on, somebody. I want to tell you, I want to tell you, in this series, we're going to talk about this first part of this series. I just want to talk about the value of life and how short it is that if you keep putting off the inevitable, you will never see the possibilities that God has for your life. I believe you got to take the price tag off your future. Come on, help me somebody. Why, why are you looking at everybody else living out their dreams? Come on, somebody. I'm talking about something here. Listen, we're looking at everybody else on Instagram and Facebook and na-na-na-na-na, whatever it may be. Amen. And they're living it out, but you're saying, man, I sure wish I had enough money to do that. Can, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Can I, can, I, can I just share something with you? Life is short. Amen. And if you think that tomorrow you're going to wake up, then boy, I want to tell you something. You're right. You are going to wake up. Amen. But there's a Sure possibility. See, what happens to us, saints, is we get drunk on life. Uh Uh-oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say stuff like that. We become so immune to, and to the what? Watch it, to the routines of life. That we just accept things for the way they are. Amen. We we just say, you know what? You know, this is just, uh, yeah, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow. But I want to tell you something. Every day you got to wake up with purpose. Every day you have to change the narrative of your life. Stop accepting that job where you are and say, this is it for me. Amen. Stop saying that you can't when you can. God has placed potential in you. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm talking about there's somebody in here. God can take you to the next level. As a matter of fact, he wants to elevate you, but for some reason, amen, fear sets in and all kinds of other things step in to stop you from living out the dream that God has put in your heart. Do I have anybody? Tell your neighbor, I'm unlocking my potential. Tell your neighbor, I'm going for it. Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm not just, now listen, neighbor, I ain't just talking to you. I'm going for this thing, man, for real. Oh, come on, y'all fooling me. Tell your neighbor, we going for this for real. Amen. Tell your neighbor, when I I wake up tomorrow, if I wake up tomorrow, 
Amen. I'm going to make that phone call. I'm going to call that person that I should have forgiven years ago. Come on, somebody. I'm going for it. I'm going to let go of the hurt and the pain in my life. Because guess what? It's the hurt and pain that's been holding you back. Come on, somebody. From where you need to be. Amen. Can I ask you something? If you had all the things you needed, would you go for it? And some of you, you already got it, but you just don't see it. Amen. You're putting your mind on earthly things when you got to put your mind on the things above. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And they that come to God, all this has to be done by faith. You say, I ain't got no faith. You woke up this morning, didn't you? You got in that man-made vehicle. You turned it on. You got in the car. You had no idea if you were going to make it here, but you were short enough know that you were going to make it here. And you did. Tell your neighbor, I got me some faith. You got you some traveling grace right there, but you got some traveling grace and some traveling faith. Can you imagine how short our lives are? Watch this. Let me tell you the context of this passage. This particular psalm is a prayer. Now, you got to catch the context of this prayer, okay? Children of Israel was told, go into Canaan. Take it. It's yours. Oh, tell your neighbor, unlocking your potential. I may not get to finish this. I got 11 minutes, 58 seconds. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Children of Israel was told, that's yours. Go get it. Go spy the land out. Y'all in the Bible with me? Right? Go spy it out. Go spy it out. Come back and tell me what you see. Out of 12 people, only two come back with a good report. Everybody everybody else says, uh, man, them people are big. They spend. They scary. <laughs> you know, that's what we do about what we're trying to do. My future is bright. Amen. I have potential, right? But if God says go look at it, then go look at it. Amen. But don't look at the people. Look at the God that sent you to look at it. See, we limit ourselves because of obstacles and distractions and all kinds of other things. It's supposed to look bigger than you because you need God to bring it to pass. Listen, anything that you can do, that ain't of God. That's of you. Oh, Lord Jesus. Watch this. Watch this. He said, go in there and look at it. Boom. Right. They messed up with that one. Right? So you know what God said? All right, I'm going to kill all y'all. Amen. And guess what? And some of us are like this. And for 40 years, they're walking around in circles. All because they didn't have the faith to believe that they can do something bigger with a big God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And for 40 days, they're walking around in the, four, I'm sorry, for 40 years, 40 years, 
right? And what's happening now, Moses started to pray. Moses said, man, I need to pray for y'all because all y'all finna die. Matter of fact, this is what God's, God announced that everybody 20 years old and older would die. Within 40 years. Every day was a funeral. Every day people were dying. You're going to pray when everybody dying all the time. But they didn't have to die. And can I help somebody with something? You don't have to die without seeing your, oh, come on, help me somebody. Without seeing the things. Listen, that job, you, you should be owning the job. Amen. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. Listen, 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 listen to me. It's big, but you can do it. Because we have a big God. And not only do we have a big God, but we have a God that knows exactly what he's doing. Nothing catches him by surprise. And so they're walking around. Listen to this. In the camp of Israel, watch this. The twenty-year-olds would only would not would not live beyond sixty. The twenty-year-olds would not live beyond sixty. Young people think, "Oh, I got all the time." And some of us, we done old now. We done we thought we done passed our time, but it's your time. Come on, somebody, you're still breathing. And as long as you have blood running warm in your vein, as long as you have, come on somebody, as long as you can breathe, you ought to say, man, I could do better than this. Come on somebody. I know I can rise from this. I don't have to work so hard. You got to work smart, not hard. (laughs) And when you got God on your side, listen, you ain't got to work that hard. Are you with me? Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. The people would never make it to 80. It was a funeral march for 40 years. They were just dying off. They were dying off because they didn't believe God's word. Can I ask you a question? Amen. How long do you have? Amen. Let me give you the four quarters of life. You ready? Write this down. This, this may be helpful to you. Ready? First quarter of life. Ages 1 through 17. Ages 1 to 17. Second quarter in life. Ages 18 to 34. Third quarter of life. One day I'll preach through these what the meaning of each one is. Third quarter of life. 35 to 54. Somebody said, oops. Fourth quarter. 55 to 70. Which quarter are you in? Somebody said overtime. You don't get overtime. Not in life. Not in life. You don't get no, there's no overtime. There ain't no timeouts. There's no penalties. There's none of that. Here's what it is. It's four quarters. 
And, and listen, and you don't get no, watch this, special treatment for being injured and on the sideline ain't doing nothing with yourself. Come on and say amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm trying to help somebody. And I want to challenge you today to look at your life and ask yourself a question. Amen. Is my life worth living now? Amen. And if it is, there's no reason you can't go for it. Come on, somebody. Moses prayed this prayer. Let me show you something. Look at, look at verse, uh, look, 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 look at this right here. Look at verse 8 for me. Now, I want to show you something. I want to show you why life is hard for some people. Because, you know, some of us are wondering why it's so hard. Anybody? 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 Why it's so hard? Why is my life so hard? Why my life be so hard? Look at verse 8. Watch this. Verse 8. And you have placed our what? Uh-huh. And our what? Where? Uh-huh. See, the reason it's hard because you're trying to, you on the DL in a lot of different ways. You on the down low. And you don't think that God is anywhere around. But if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. That's the spiritual GPS. So wherever you find yourself, when you go to the liquor store, when you go to the crack house, when you go wherever you go to the weed man, wherever you go, y'all ain't trying to hear me. a GPS on you and there's nothing that you can hide from God and God says the reason why your life is so hard right now is because you're trying to hide stuff from me. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about coming clean? You say, if I come clean, they're going to put me under the jail. But here's the thing, God already knows. <laughs> Look what he says. He says, for all of our days have been, have what? Declined in your fury. You have what? You have finished our years like a sigh. In other words, he said, when he, by the time you get to the end of life, you're tired. I'm not talking about the end of the day. I'm talking about by the time you get ready for the coffin, you're tired. Broke down and... Come on, somebody. Why? Because you've been feuding with God all your life. Come on, somebody. He said, look, verse 10. He says, as for the days of our life, they contain 70. And if do the strength, what? Yet their pride is but what? Labor and sorrow for soon is gone. And we what? I'll fly away. Oh, glory. You fly away. Watch this. You can go for it. But tell your neighbor, you got to get it right with God first. I don't understand how people step out on whatever they're stepping out on. Watch this. And really believe they'll be successful without God. Listen, bro, you can't just, come on, man. You can't, you can't hide from him. 
He says 70 years. Do you know all we have is 70? That's all that's promised to us. 70. Some of us got 10 years left. Some of us got six years left. Come on, help me somebody. Anything after 70 is grace. But here's the thing. You got to decide how hard you want life to be. So you got to decide that. Do I want it to be hard? Or do I want to just say, God, okay, I got you. Look at verse 11. Who understands the power of your what? And what? And your fury according to the fear that is what? Uh-huh. So the first thing you got to understand this, if the reason we have to go for it, number one, we have to give our lives totally. Come on, y'all. We got to stop playing, man. I mean, seriously, I know you've been hurt in the church. I know you may not just really understand church people. You may think they're crazy. And some of us are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'm serious. We cuckoo like crazy people. But we crazy about somebody. We ain't all perfect. Don't let nobody tell you you got to come to church and get it right. You ain't going to get half the stuff right when you come to church. Listen, it's not that you become sinless, but you sinless. You caught that? It's not that you become a man. You are a saint. Amen. You're not sinless, but you sin less. And so, if, if you're going to go for it, don't go for it without first dedicating yourself to who? To the Lord. I'm talking about totally. Tell your neighbor totally. Amen. Tell your neighbor totally. We, we, listen, we have limited time. Tell your neighbor we got limited time. And, and listen, and, and, and listen, and your life doesn't have to be that hard if you just say, God, okay, I know you know, and I'm sorry. That's, that's it. Look, look what he says. Look what he says. He says next, he says, so in light of that, verse 12, so teach us to what? To teach, I'm just say teach us. If you're going to go for it, here's what you got to do with life. Next thing. Uh-huh. You got to learn something. Listen, some of us, we spend so much time watching everybody else's timeline. But we ain't paying attention to ours. We spend so much face time on this screen. Come on, help me somebody. Now, listen, listen. What, what did you learn new about God yesterday? What did you know new about you? What, what, do you, what did you learn new about your potential? What did you learn new about your personality? What, do you learn, what did you learn new about the people around you? Listen, you can't go for it if you think you're done learning. Come on, somebody. 
There's a plethora of information out here at your disposal. But if you spend 16 hours on YouTube, 22 hours on Facebook, 52 hours on Instagram, and a whole lot of time on Netflix, and you ain't read one book to try to improve yourself. I'm talking about the book, the book. Come on, y'all. Come on. This is check time now. Check your neighbor. This is check time. Amen. Check time. You know what I love about, about Apple? I love What I love about Apple, they got this new feature that, that at the end of the week, what it does, it gives you how much FaceTime you've had on certain apps. I wish I had somebody. But, but, but what I love about, hey, 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 uh, the question I have for you is how much FaceTime have you had with Jesus? How, how much FaceTime have you had on your knees with your face in his face saying, God, speak to me, God. Lord, help me through this trial. Listen, I want to tell you something. If you're not learning something new about God every day, the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Watch this. We on all these platforms watching everyone else live out their potential and we wonder why we ain't going for it come on come on come on come on now come on now you could take your business to another level you can take your hey your relationships to another level you can take your amen your career to another level you can take your life period to another level if you learn something new he says Teach us. Watch the next thing. To what? To number. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, watch this now. I want you to get a calendar. And I want you to start your countdown to your launch. Pastor, I'm going for it. I'm going to rip out my calendar. And we're going to count down. We ain't counting up, we count down to that date where you're going to say, you know what? We finna get rid of this car, we're going to get another one on this date. Lord mercy, come on, help me. So here's my next point real quick. We, we have to make every day count. Just think about how much time, this generation, I'm telling you, y'all, they're making us lazy. We just, listen, we're so drained when we come back, come from work. Come on, come on, come on. Am I right? Uh, listen, we're drained to the bone. We, come on, we can't do nothing else, but, but we only have a little bit of time left. Time is of essence and we don't have much of it. So don't take your life for granted, but start the countdown. Amen. Uh, listen, that next big idea that's going to change the world. Come on, somebody. Do something every day that will bring you closer to your destiny. Monday through Friday, make every day count. You, you, you don't have much time, but you got to ask yourself a question. Which quarter am I in? Now, I want to say this to you. You're only guaranteed 70. And if by reason of strength, 80. So what we got to do, saints, we got to make a decision today that, Pastor, I'm going to go for it, but I got to make every day count. 
It's time out for all that arguing and fussing. Come on, somebody. Fussing and fighting and feuding and come on, family feuds and all kinds of stuff going on. Listen, it's time out for that because one day you will retire. One day you will close your eyes and the question is, what will be your legacy? I know you young people are not thinking about legacy right now. But I want to say to somebody here this morning, you got to make every day count because he says, Lord, teach us to number our what? Our days. You have 24 hours a week, 167 hours, amen, uh, 24 hours a day, 167 hours a week, and you got to ask yourself a question, what are you doing with all those hours? Make every day count. T- touch your neighbor and say, we finna do this. We, we finna, we, we finna get that calendar. Amen. Look what he says next. He says that we may present to who? To you. To who? You know what the problem is? You know what our problem is, really? We've been living to please everybody else but God. If I'm going to make every day count, who am I making it count for? See, we're selfish. It's about me, 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 me. Amen. You're wondering why they got it and you don't because here's what they're doing. Give me the next point. We have to live to what? Uh-huh. Don't prove it to me. <laughs> prove it to God. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to do this. You got to prove this to God first. You can't prove it to the world. Look at me now. Amen. We come from the bottom now. We, no, I'm, sorry. I'm, just say, I'm just trying to say Y'all ain't trying to hit me. Y'all not trying to hit me. Y'all not trying to hit me. Listen, listen, listen. Who are you living to please? Who are you doing this for? See, I want to do this thing. I want to go to that next level. But I have to understand. He says, teach us to number our days so that we may present to you a heart. So God wants to change your heart so he can change your narrative. And without a heart change, oh, I wish I had somebody. Without a heart change, come on, somebody. Some of us, our heart, boy, we, whoo, Lord Jesus, Lord have mercy. I ain't going to, you want me to go in? The Lord been chiseling in death. <laughs> come on, somebody. Listen, you can't receive because your heart is not teachable. Oh, Lord have mercy. Some of us are not teachable anymore. Because get what we do, we know everything. Amen. They don't need to tell me nothing. I, I got this. I know everything about the Bible. You ain't got to tell me nothing about no Bible. Shoot, I've been reading the Bible longer than you. You still wet behind the ears. Amen. Listen, I, man, my, I don't believe half that stuff anyway. Amen. And that's the reason why you're there and I'm here. Teach me. See, I don't question God's word. Hey, listen, whatever it says, I believe. Amen. If it said Jesus walked on water, I'm, I believe it. Amen. Now, now I'm not going to be no fool and try to go out there and try to do that. I may try, but here's what I'm saying. Spiritually, I'm going to try to walk on water. I'm going to do it in the spirit. 
<laughs> I'd rather do it in the spirit than actually go out there and try to walk on some water, okay? Amen. I think I can accomplish it spiritually. Hey, 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 hey. And some of us, listen, a lot of what you have to do is going to have to be by faith. Listen, matter of fact, all that you're going to do is going to have to be by faith. Now, I'm not telling you to go to the car dealership and you got uh, a 320 credit score talking about, I'm finna get this Mercedes. Now, that's some that's foolishness. That ain't wise. All right? They won't even lease you a bicycle. <laughs> they ain't gonna give you nothing on credit. You can't be trusted. So don't, no, get be wise. Get your, that's what I'm saying. Make every day count. Learn something new every day. Watch this. But you got to be wise. That, that's my last point right there. He says, look what he said. Look what he said. He said that we may present to you a what? A heart of what? Listen, if your heart is not right, it will be difficult to pursue anything that doesn't bring glory to God. See, a lot of what we're trying to do is for us, not for him. Listen, you can be a businessman or a businesswoman or an entrepreneur and bring glory to God in the marketplace. Amen. You sure can because you're doing it for his glory. Now watch this. He says, so that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. Last point. Yes. Yes. You know why I need wisdom? I need to know how to handle my time properly. I can't just sit around all day. Sometimes I want to, but it's not wise. See, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Bible says this. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. See, I want to tell somebody something today. You're, you're just stage for the next level. Come on. You just need a little push. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, I need a little push. Tell your neighbor, don't hit me in the back. Just push me now. Just Come on. Tell your neighbor, don't hit me in the back now. Just I just need a little push. Tell your neighbor, don't slap me behind the head now. I, I, I got it. I, got, I know what I got. How many you know what you got to do? Let me see all the people who know what you got to do, but you ain't doing it. Uh-huh. Come on, put your hand up there. Uh-huh, real high. Amen. Come on. You know what you got to do? But here's what you got to ask for. You ready for this? You ready for this? This is going to be your prayer. This is going to be your prayer from now on. We're going for it from now on in this series. Come back next week. I got something else for you. I got to give you the, got to give you in doses. Watch this. Watch this. This is going to be our prayer this week. Lord, give me wisdom. That's all you got to say. Lord, give me wisdom. And you're going to start seeing it pour into you. Because you presented a heart before him. Watch this. That has the capacity to receive. Oh, I wish I had somebody. See, you've looked at yourself. Listen, we all got something wrong. I ain't talking about that. I already told you why life is hard. We just might as well just be real with them. 
Lord, you know what's up? I'm struggling. Come on now. Come on now. I'm struggling. So we ain't got to keep harping on what we already know. But what I need, God, in order to stop doing what I'm doing, in order to stop going to places I ain't ain't supposed to be. Come on, somebody. Hanging around with people that I ain't supposed to be hanging around with. Talking to folk on the phone I ain't got no business talking to. Come on, somebody. Uh-huh. I have a hard time getting ri- getting from around messy folk. Come on, somebody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And every time I get an idea, I tell them, and then they sabotage my idea. See? Uh-huh. So, Lord, I need wisdom to know how. And listen, and it seems that some reason they got a lock on you. Uh-huh. They got a hold on you. Amen. You know what that is? That's the devil trying to chain up your future. But you got to declare today that I'm no longer going to be chained up to mess. Amen. I'm no longer going to be wrapped up to nonsense. If it's not wise, it's not my thing. Amen. So God, I need discernment to know who to trust with my, hey, with my preciousness. I need to know who to trust God with this idea that I have. I need to know who to trust God with this thing that I'm getting ready to do. This next level thing that I'm getting ready to step out on. God, I need to know who's who. So I need wisdom. There's a young lady who fell in a coma. And she was in a coma for 10 years. When she woke up, she was a teenager. When she woke up, her teenage friends had grown up already. They had gotten married, gotten divorced. Some were on drugs. Amen. She missed a lot of things. She missed the computer age. She's like 10, I'm sorry, 17 years. She was in a coma. Her story caught the news. And when she awakened, they interviewed her, said, uh, local television said, the big question is just, her name was Karen, said, Karen, what do you find new about this new world that you woke up to? What's the biggest change that you've noticed so far? What strikes you as the deepest change? She said, it's how confident everybody comes across these days. Everybody looks like they're raring and they look like they got it going on. But he says, but he says, she said, but when you stop and you ask them a question, they don't know whether they're going or coming. She said what they have on is a confidence mask. I wish I had somebody. A lot of us got our confidence mask on, but we ain't busting a grape. We ain't doing nothing. Oh, Lord, come on. We look confident. We sound confident. But we have no meaning. And so today as I close, I want to say this. Let's do this for a minute. 
Let's take our confidence mask off. Now, what do you need from God? Where are you hurting? Why have you stopped? What are you willing to do now? Come on. Confidence mask is off. Life is short. And it's time to unlock your potential. But you need wisdom. And if you're here today, see, I don't mind shouting in church. I don't mind all that.